I don't know what we were talking about, but Sierra, what episode is it? It's episode 194. It is. Yeah, I had to think about that. So, like, let's, I don't even know if we can do a, we can recap. Let's just do a quick synopsis of where we have been for the last two weeks. Deal. Insane. You go first. Okay, so immediately you guys listen to our live show. Again, thank you to everybody that came and supported that. Supported Hip Hop Trivia, all the things. Shout out to Harvest House. Shout out to our entire team there that did any and everything. The music, from the photos, everything. Shout out Harvest House. Y'all y'all know who you all are, and we love all of you, all of our friends that were there and supported us and helped us, everything. Love you guys so much, because it's a big feat. But it also, for me, I felt like everything was just happening so fast, because my crazy self decided that I should get on a plane at 5 a.m. the next morning after an event, which was so dumb um, of me. Yeah, it was dumb. Okay, so let's get into this really real quick. Um, because obviously we both ended up in Austin, Texas at Afrotech, which was such a great time. Period. Mm-hmm. Um, I will tell you when it was time for me to go, I was ready to go. Mm-hmm. Like I had been going. So mind you, so from from just the week before on, it was just busy. From we had Thursday. Our from mm-hmm. Thursday, yeah. For, but for me, it was definitely like getting up to that point. I was, I had been working like dubs every day to that moment. Then we had hip hop trivia, got lit as hell, had a great mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. had a lovely hangover the next day. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then we had the show. I did, you know, relive that. And we had the show, get on a plane, go to Austin. Mind you, when I left the show, it was probably after a little after midnight, 1 a.m. I was like, yo, you guys, I got to go home. Went home, packed Pack. up all my clothes, got in the shower, went to the airport at 3 a.m. 3 a.m. And so that was crazy. So I get to the airport I didn't really like sleep for real, for real until Sunday night. Mind you, this is Saturday night into Mm -hmm. Sunday morning. I was flying all day, got to Austin, get to Austin. First of all, their airport is not equipped for people. Mm -mm. Like, we and where you gotta walk to get to the fucking Uber? Oh my God. Oh my gosh. And then you get in the garage and there's no phone service but there's a million people everybody waiting for an uber everyone crazy talking about bringing sand to the beach the weather cold 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 i had on a puffer every day but now this sounds negative it sounds negative but it is not because i had a great time there were so many parties there were so many black black blickety blacks everywhere um i was on the run in a party which was a great time Somehow, I don't know. It was it was not like anybody's company event or anything, but it was like we couldn't get into this event, right? We couldn't get into this event. Which day are you talking about? It was probably it's probably Monday or something like that. Or Tuesday. Mm. Was it Tuesday? It was Tuesday. It was Tuesday, I remember. No, it wasn't Tuesday because I left on Wednesday. It was Monday. Monday. Yeah, it was Monday. It was a wild time. We had a good time though. You know, it, and it was like it was so was so I there? No, you were at other places. You were like, oh, should I come here? And I was like, bruh, this thing's about to be over and it's mad crowded. You're not going to get in. It's not happening. Oh, yeah, with all the lines and stuff that day. Yeah, you were somewhere else. But the, like, the security or something was like beefing with us or something. And my friend did one of these things. She was like, 
she looked at me and was like, come on. And we like got in the party and I was like, bro, like I really, I was hella anxious because I'm, I'm getting a little lit too. I was hella anxious. I was like, bro, we're on the run. So that was a good time. I will say so mm-hmm. my first night in Austin, I got nail glue in my eye. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did before Jeff Ron's party. Yeah, you did. Isn't that crazy? So it's just like picture yourself already being lit, getting lit. You get nail glue in your eye. Now, you might ask, how did you do that? I don't know. It's a lot. So my friend wanted me to open the nail glue, right? So I can't get it open. I'm telling her I cannot do it. She insists. Now, she'll feel bad about this letter. She insists that I keep doing it. So what's my natural thing to do? I use my mouth. That's my natural thing. Use your mouth, you know? Yeah, need open. So, yeah, and then when I bit it, it splashed into my eyeball. So we're like drowning my eye out with water. I'm in the shower. I de- I've derobed. I'm got. I got the shower head in my eye. It was a lot. It took a lot to get it out. But I was like, I like I was lit, and I was like, in my mind, I was like, I'm just accepting the fact that I'm about to be blind in one eye. <laughs> yeah. Like, cause that's what I was, you know what I'm saying? You start deep thinking said, and I was it's like, over for me, this eye, it's done. It was bro. It was, we're never going to see me. this eye again. Yeah. I'm, I mean, full disclosure, I had an edible. Okay. I'm not going to hold your head edible. So that was, that's me deep thinking in my mind. Like that was a thing. So I was like, okay, whatever. Mm. So, um, then that happened. So, but the party was jumping, bro. First of all, I don't, whatever ticket I got. Um, it was like a full access or whatever. So I'm over there, had tacos. I was downstairs lit with my sunglasses on, eyes just messed up, just eating tacos. And it was a great time. I didn't care about anybody. I didn't care about meeting anyone's son. I was just to the food. Then they had the open bar, bro. At which party? This is at uh, Jeff Ron's party on Sunday. Girl. They they had an open bar. The bartender was real. She was fooling with us. Like she was real. Not like she was really nice. She was giving me lemon drops all night. And it was just so refreshing. It was such a good time. Oh, it was so. Yeah, it was such. It was such a good time. I had a good time. Um, Did that. My feet were hurting, bro. It was a lot. I just had a lot going on. Okay. So it was a it was a crazy night, but I had a good time. Uh, and the other days, there were just so many events. We went to your company. First of all, we went to your company party with Shall Remain Nameless. Mm-hmm. That was so lovely. I, I do know. remember that you didn't put an apple pie in your purse and bring it to me. Wow, that's nice. I didn't even see you after that. So it breaking, breaking. Yeah, that would have gotten crushed. Um, so when we went to your party, there was um an open bar of craft cocktails, of yes, course. There was. Mm-hmm. And it, they had in the cocktail that it was so good because it was like a whiskey. Uh it was an it? old fashioned old fashioned. They put all of the like um accoutrement in the ice. So they put like the orange peel and the cherry and all the stuff that makes the old fashioned, they put it in the ice cube. So, so then they nice. just poured the whiskey on top. Mm-hmm. I had to make mine with rum. Way better game changer. So good. And so then I, so when I came home, I started putting fruit in my ice because I have like these rose mm-hmm. um, molds, ice molds. So I put like some oranges and shit in there. So it was really great. Very cool. Very fashionable for cocktails. So that was great. And then little apple pies. I had to make sure because I had to get out. I rushed out of there really fast. 
that was a lot to take in. Um, rushed out of there really fast, and I did make sure that I got me a little apple pie to go. Thanks very there much. You go. Uh, shout out to you guys. You. you guys are great, lovely people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got on a line scooter, and I rode through the city to go to another party that I never got into. I'm um, too scary to try those line scooters. I just feel like I'm going to bust my ass, and I'm going to be so fucking mad if that happens. Yeah have to be really careful first of all you're not supposed to drive them any kind of lit so mm-hmm. and before when scooters first came out like i remember i was like bar hopping with my friends yes i remember in the, in the city and we were doing that and somebody fell and so like i was really nervous riding through the city and it was cold so long story short we ended up in another crowded party it was a lot going on i got me a chicken sandwich i forget what the place was called I think it was like spicy chicken or something. I got me a chicken sandwich, went back to the hotel. But you and Brie were both talking about it. Apparently, it was real good. Yeah, spicy chicken. It was good. It was like they had some tater tots that were so good. Mm. And I don't even remember what the seasoning was on it, but it was really good. I think it was the Fry Brothers. Spicy Brothers. I think that's what it's called, Spicy Brothers. But I had a chicken sandwich. I got out of there. I was like, auntie's old. Caught up with some old college friends. Saw a lot of people. Shaked a lot of hands. And then I came back and I was sick. Oh, yeah. Get into it. Wasn't COVID. Now, tell me about your life because you were with me. (laughs) Uh, All the same things. I did everything that Sierra said already. I went to Seattle for our live show. I got there on Wednesday. And then we had Hip Hop Trivia on Thursday, which was so fun. I have no clue what I did on Friday at all. Couldn't tell you. I was with Kia. Don't know what we did, but we were out somewhere. Did something. I think we got fun, and then I don't know what else we did, but we did something. And then Saturday uh, was our show, which was great. And then I went to Austin on Sunday, but I went at 8 a.m. And so I got there before Sierra and ran into a bunch of people. I flew with – I met Angelina there, and – Went to the hotel, had all the fun, went to Jeffron party on Sunday where I saw Sierra, where she had uh, glue in her eyeball. That was a thing. And then, so I was actually there for work. So I actually had to go to the conference. I was actually at Afrotech also. Um, I was actually not at the conference. I was just there for the bitches and the drinks. Right. For the party. Shout out to everybody. I had fun. Right. It's a blast. A lot of people do exactly what Sierra did and just go for the vibes of the parties. But I was there for work and the parties. Work paid for the parties. So it was fine. Um, but went to Jeff Ron party that Bobby DJed on Sunday. Tuesday was my company event. So I did go to the conference, went to a couple of, um, what do you call it? Like sessions and workshops, you know, saw the whole thing. There were so many people, 25,000 people actually were in the city to attend the conference, which is nuts. Um, went to some dinners, went to all the things. I went to Soho House Austin, which was cracking. Had to finesse our way in there too. That was absolutely bonkers, but it was so fun. I went to YouTube's Culture House. That was cracking, finessed our way in there too. It was super scary. Uh, Oh man, when you were on the run. Wasn't even on the run. Okay, so here's what happened was that they, Culture House at conferences, they throw these like black ass parties. It's, it's black people, but they throw them at these like really, really <laughs> nice houses. And so where this one was, you had to RSVP. I didn't, <clears throat> didn't have a ticket. It's fine. I pulled up anyway. And, but what was, you know, I don't mind finessing. Y'all know me. I will finesse. It doesn't really matter right, I can much right. at, any, at any time. However, this party, the line was nuts because it was already at capacity when we got there. Cause it's just a literal house. Like it's somebody's home. 
Yeah, and yeah. The luxury home. But the way that it was set up were they, these big steps up the top and that's where you checked in. And they were being so aggressive, like yelling down, like if you haven't RSVP, if you don't have a ticket, you're not getting in, blah, 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 blah. And the only way in was up. And I was like, if I go up these stairs to finesse and get turned away, I want to walk back down the stairs <laughs> in front of everybody. And I, I'm not going to be embarrassed like that. Like I, you, you're not going to embarrass me. I can't do that. So I was there with Angelina and um, Tiana was in the line too. So we were with T and it was me, Angelina. Tiana was with a different group of people and my work colleague came out of the party because he was leaving to handle some other stuff for us. So he gave me his band. They had these like lanyards, was like the tickets. Uh -huh. And he went I'm early. He didn't snacking it. <laughs> I mean, honestly. <laughs> we're together. I, so he gave me his, like, I'm about to slide so you can have this to go in. And he didn't RSVP either, but he got there so early that he was able to just get in. So he had his uh lanyard. So he gave it to me and he was leaving. And I was like, okay, bet I just need to find one for Angelina. So we're standing there. And because I had one, whoever was with T. He had one, but none of their friends did. And so he was like, well, I'll just give mine to you because I'm not going to go in, you know, if they can't get in. So I gave it right, to Angelina. Right, it took right, us a right, while. Right. It took us a while to figure it out. But then we were like, we're still so hesitant to go up because they kept saying, like, if you're, you know, your name's not on this list, if you have an RCP, you're not getting in, even though we had these tickets. But because we had been yeah. standing outside for so long, I was like, this girl's about to be like, you bitches don't have a fucking ticket. Like, like where'd you get the ticket? Because then I was like, if we get up there don't and she's worry like, about it. right. And I was like, if we get up there and she like wants to look at, you know, like our name on the, you know, on the list or whatever, like if we're like, oh, we're in here already, we just left, blah, blah. Like she can be like, okay, like, well, what was the name? And I'm about to be like, I don't, I don't have one, right? So we it took us a while. I was a little scared, but then it the universe took care of us. So we had the both of the lanyards. We we just needed to be confident to go in. Right, and right. Just act this, normal. Yeah, my chest, right. But there was this larger group of people that came in that clearly looked like they belonged. And they it was like eight of them. And they just walked up and were going up the stairs. And I was like, fuck it, we're just gonna go with them. So we just like walked mm -hmm. up. Right. Part of that group because they were walking confidently, so we just like finessed in. As soon as we got there, we just looked at our band and they let us in. But I should you not, I finesse to go to parties all the time. My literal hands are shaking, Sierra. I was so nervous because I was like, if these niggas turn me away up there, I'm gonna have to kill myself because I can't come back. <laughs> I can't throw my body because <laughs> I cannot go back down these fucking stairs. <laughs> so I don't know what y'all gonna do. I was gonna be like, listen, bitch, it's gonna be me and you because I ain't going back down there. So what's up? Mm -mm. When we got in that party, I was so paranoid what? because the hostess was like, you guys can't come in. Security guard was beefing. It was to the point I took whatever braid style I had in my hair, I changed it. I was so nervous. Know who I was I am. She's gonna find me. I need to get. <laughs> Like, but the thing, the thing, the heart of the matter, because I met some really cool like people out there. Of course, this Austin was not ready. Okay, they were not ready. They were not. Them bartenders five thousand black people. No, they were not. Them bartenders were so tired of very racist. Ask me racist for Uber one more driver. pasta. Ask me for one more henny. You're done. Right, y'all asking for too much fucking Casamigos, too much fucking Hennessy, cognac. Like y'all, they not ready. But when we got into the party, though, it was fine. We had a great time. They was really YouTube did what they needed to do. They had like it was like catered or whatever, but they had like ribs, bit brisket, mac and cheese. Like they were really fucking in there cooking. It was wonderful. Mm. Had a great time. Went to dinner. 
And then the next day I went to more parties. So I basically just vibed. I probably went to the conference like out of the four days I was there, five days I was there. I probably went in that bitch twice. Cause I was like, mm. I honestly, it, I'm here for the energy. I'm here for the social component. I'm here for the networking, the networking and the community building component. That's what I'm there for. Mm. Um, and we had a great time. And then from Austin, did I go home or did I just go to Denver? I think, oh no, no, no. I went straight from Austin to Denver. Yeah. So then home, I did. I went straight from Austin right to Denver. And then I um, was home for Thanksgiving and my cousins flew in and it was a full house. We had 17 people over for the holiday for dinner and it was great. I cooked. It was wonderful. Um, everything was delicious per usual. I really went home in particular because my grand, you know, leaves for, to go home to Barbados. And so I wanted to make sure that I saw her before she mm -hmm. leaves. Cause she's leaving. Actually, I think tomorrow I need to call her. Um, I think mm -hmm. tomorrow she's going home. Uh, mm -hmm. and so I wanted to see my grand, um, and I did, and that was wonderful. And then now I'm back home in Dallas finally, but I did get sick. So I was actually sick post Afrotech. I was sick like the day after. Yeah. Everybody got sick. I was yes, not COVID, but it, I think it's RSV that everybody's getting, but that shit beat my ass. And mm -hmm. so, no, you're right. I did not go straight to Dallas or straight to Denver. I went to Dallas. I came home and I was home for like two days and I was sick and then went to Denver. But my mom took care of me and had all this stuff. So it was fine. And I'm feeling better now. Um, mm -hmm. And then I'm here back at home. I got back on Friday. And then I had a holiday party with Angie yesterday or on Saturday. It and we so had a cute. good, it was very fun. I made cinnamon rolls from scratch for the first time. I have never baked anything from scratch by myself before. I had to use active yeast and made a dough and, my active yeast. and use my rolling pin for the first time and made the filling and the cream cheese frosting from scratch and everything. And they were so good. And so I'm very proud of myself. Um, <laughs> you know what this reminds me? I yeah. remember one time we were together Mm -hmm. together that sounds so weird one time we were together and we were watching the super bowl and i remember you were like <laughs> you made some cinnamon rolls some big cinnamon rolls too <laughs> and and we both had one those were pillsbury those were huge they were huge and i was like we have both had one each and I they were the giant you know, ones where there's only five in the in the container. Yes, they were big. Mm -hmm. And so I just I wanted some more, but I didn't want to eat a whole one. I wanted <laughs> just like half. And so I said, I said, Makita, you want to split this with me? And you're like, no, Fuck I want no. my own. I was like, <laughs> whoa, big daddy. Okay. I was um, like, she, I would like to make the show. Big, I was very high, also. So the the no was very matter of fact. Like she didn't even no. breathe. I was no, I don't want to share. I absolutely so, don't yeah. want to do that. Yeah. So the long and short of that is, I was forced to eat a whole cinnamon roll, and you were forced. happy about it anyway. I was, was very delicious. happy about it. And okay, that and, was when I'll, you made that was when you made those uh meatballs that had an, no, uh, it was wings. An, wings was like an unknown amount of weed was in them. Is that what that was? Yeah. Yep. And yeah. that had us fucked up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was a thing. It was. It was um, a very dangerous time, and we got through it as a family. Yeah, we those did. wings were really good. They were busting though. They were busting really though. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that happened. Um, 
Also, okay, for Thanksgiving, word, and then I'll wrap that up. Thanksgiving, I did. I was in the kitchen. I will say that this year, my cooking and Thanksgiving was probably some top tier level. Amen. Like, what did you make? So I, so this is a thing. I would like to say that um, my mom is someone that I'm trying to raise, and she doesn't listen. <laughs> I told this woman. I my said, my tables turned. I know it's really hard when you're trying to raise these kids. Um, I told her, I said, listen, we're not about to be in the kitchen past three o'clock because my mom secretly loves to pretend that she is cooking for a football team. Mm -hmm. And while we have a nice size amount family, I feel like it's small compared to others. We did not have 17 people in our house, yet my mother was cooking as if she did have 17 people in her home. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I said, we're not going to be in there past three. And so the night before I start making things, I'm starting to cook with my mom. I'm tired. Mm -hmm. Mind you, up to these holidays, I like work, work up to these holidays, physical work, desk work. I'm working. And mm -hmm. so that the night before I made the salads, I made the seafood salad, the crab salad or whatever. I made the potato salad. I made it that night because I wanted that to be over and done. And then the next day I'm going to make like some mashed potatoes or something. We were almost done. Okay. We were almost done. And my mom is like, I'm going to fry up these ribs. What? Wait, First why? of all, I don't know why. I think that's like her new thing. I'm like, why on Thanksgiving do we need ham, turkey, and ribs? And there's already meat in almost every dish we're black. First mm -hmm. of all, hog mog. This, you know, we don't eat hog mog. I'm like, hog mog. mog. Ham hock, this, that. We got in enough the greens, There's meat in the greens. There's yeah, meat. there's meat everywhere. You want to add fried ribs. For what? We've never had fried ribs on Thanksgiving, ever. <laughs> so she added that. So, of course, that slated us at 5 o'clock. Here we are. But the food was really, really good. It was a good time. Um, the plates were very low vibrational. And I felt that because my I body was like, I'm into it. Like this food was feeding my soul, but my body was like, you know, we don't eat like this. You know, we don't like, we don't like all this. So what do you want from us? But all this itis. So it's like, I ate my leftovers up. I ate them up too. Cause I don't waste food. And then I started, I got back on my like salmons and stuff. Because, Give me my know. green juice. I need a cleanse. Something that's what I fucking need because my body. But I feel like the long and short of it is like I felt like I was cooking for 40 nights in 40 days um for Thanksgiving. And I was really tired, and but do it again for Christmas. Yeah, but see, the for Christmas, thankfully, my family has decided. Um ah, okay. My family has decided that we are not transferring Thanksgiving items to Christmas. We've now elected to do um themed yeah i was gonna say didn't you guys do like a chinese theme last year yeah we did like a chinese like asian type thing you know black people style we did mm -hmm. that theme the first year second year we did italian style so hella carbs everywhere lasagnas i did a creamy pesto it was good and then um this year we're gonna do a get ready for it drum roll please Whoa. I just hate when they would make us do a drum roll in school. I'm like, what? Just say it. Um, <laughs> we're gonna do a crab boil. Ooh. So lots of seafood, and then I just I don't know. I have ideas. We're obviously gonna have a crab salad that has to go. We're gonna make some cheddar bay biscuits. 
Yeah. We're going to make it like we're going to do the whole, we're going to do, you know, how you Red go to the mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to do that and like how you have the bags or whatever and yeah. stuff like that. Break the mm-hmm. grab and up and it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm, yeah, I'm excited about that because seafood that is fun. That sounds bomb. It yeah, seafood is bad. Make sure it's seasoned to heat that thing up in the pot. You good. Yeah. And at this point, I pretty much like made a very great recipe for any and all shrimp. Like as long as you make it the make juicy it. way. Yeah, making it the juicy way. And it's just, it always, it always works. Like after you do it, it's just like, you don't even need to like grill it. You can just eat it just like that. I know. The chicken stock does that so good. It does that. I, I do that every time. So that's You're a good welcome. time. We're here. We are happening. Yeah, you know, I appreciate it. I know it's been so many weeks. We, you know, long kept time to catch up on what all's been going on, but we've been gone forever. There's so we much get going on. Speed. I okay. do want to say, first of all, yes. congratulations to Kiki Palmer. She's pregnant. Oh my God, I love it. She looks She's so, so good. Cute. Her breasts look very nice. I was like, come Isn't on, titties, they titty. And that's they the were looking, they yeah. were looking real good. Skin looking tight and everything. He's like, yes, she looks ma'am. really good. Like, oh, go girl. So I think she's probably. Did you watch the whole SNL? Did you watch the whole? I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched some of that. I saw the Queen of Hell. So funny. She's so funny. She made me laugh the whole time. Like I like to watch SNL. You know, my significant other is an SNL person, so he watches it every week. I usually watch for like the weekend update because like that's what's the funniest. Some of the, um, you know, the skits and stuff like they be funny, but they be more white people funny. But Kiki was in every single skit. Um, this past episode, and I like actively was laughing out loud. She is absolutely hilarious. He's definitely the um. She's definitely a person that is not afraid to just look and do yeah, whatever. Silly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she she, she does that. Very so she's having a bit. Everybody's like tripping, like, oh, we're trying to find out who her baby's dad is. Well, it's her boyfriend. It's her man. Yeah, because I think for a time, because me and one of my friends are talking about it, it's like, she was like, she asked me recently, like, her and her boyfriend still together, because they used to post a lot, and I guess, like, they had kind of stopped posting each other, but it was, like, also a level of, they were saying it like we never, people were saying it like there was never any connection between the two of them, you know, like, you don't mm-hmm. know where baby's dad is, figure out who he is, it's like, no, it was like, oh, he is actually the father. Okay, we know who we he know is. who he is. But everybody right. was acting like he was just this random dude that no, like she was never associated with. Right, but like, we sure, do, that's her whole boyfriend. Yeah, he's he's the brother. I what's his name? Devonte, I think. Mm, is he an athlete or something? I think he is an athlete. His brother plays Dro on um, Insecure. That's yeah. why I was like, I mean, I as far as his name, it's like. I just call him Dro's little brother, but that's not Dro. Dro is that's not his name. Yeah, either. I don't know why the girlies think Dro's so cute. He's not cute. He's not. I can like, his name in my brain. I like know what it is. He's got a like an interesting name. That's gonna drive me crazy. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. It's not even gonna be. I'm on my computer. I got you. His oh. name is Alejandro Pena. Or it's on the show. It's played by Sarunas. Sarunas Jackson is his name. Sarunas Jackson. Yeah, that's how it is. Chrissy Alley died. What did you just say? Chrissy Alley died. No, you're lying. 
Yeah, she died at 71 following battle with cancer. No, you're lying. Seriously. Stop. Oh, no, I love her. I was just watching, um, what is that movie with John Travolta? Look Who's Talking. I love those. I yeah, was that movie is so cute those. with the babies. Yeah, and it's Bruce Willis who is the like voice of her son. Ugh. Yeah, that was so cute. Rest that in peace to her. Breaks my heart. There were no problems out of her. Oh, what an unproblematic queen. I loved her. Wow, rest in peace. That's, That's crazy. Cool. Look at us delivering live news. That's sad. Yeah, I just happened to open the internet. It's a lot going on. That is sad. Okay, tell us what else we're talking about. We, we're talking about Kiki Palmer. That is through my brain for a little bit of a loop. She's pregnant. She's so cute. Love that for her. Yeah, let's get into it. So um, there's a couple things like that I want to talk about. So one, I know you had mentioned um, about, so we know that we lost our beloved rapper takeoff a few weeks back at this point. Um, and he, since, you know, since we last talked, there has been a funeral that has happened for him and also an arrest that has been made in this case. Mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, they're saying that he's not, he obviously wasn't a target. He was a bystander who was shot. Um, he was actually shot. I'm finding the information right now. Sorry. Give me a second. Where is it? Let's okay. Give me a second. Give me a second. Give me a second. Because I, it was Christy Alley threw us for a loop. Yeah, that was a. It's just like I just don't even have the capacity for this. Hold on. There's too many cool people that are dying. I don't like that. I mean, like nobody deserves to die, whether I think you're cool or not. But you get what I mean. Like too many people that we like that are like icons. Um, the lady from Fleetwood Mac died too. Yeah, like I that's crazy. That. Like just like all kind of people. Bob Saget died. Didn't he die this year too? I'm just trying, trying to think. Like Bob Saget, as I we approached the end there, was that last year? Or this year, all the, the it might have been like the end of last year. Betty White died on New Year's Eve. Um, now I'm, I'm like now I gotta look. Like what is it? He died. No, he died at the top of the year on January 9th. So it was this year. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's so crazy. As I'm like, this like this whole year, like Bob Saget, uh, Betty White, Take Off, Christy Alley, Lady from, um, what band did I just say? Fleetwood Mac. Like, just too many people. But anyway, you're talking about Take Off. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Yeah. And Oh, so the, oh man, I just bit my tongue. Houston police detectives announced the arrest of 33-year-old Patrick Xavier Clark on Friday, claiming that the suspects had planned to flee the country. Clark is still mm. in custody after another judge set his bond at $2 million. Mm-hmm. Um, So he obtained a passport, allegedly, in Alta Botics in Mexico just two days before he was arrested. Um, he's already had a court appearance and everything. Um, let me see. <laughs> so the first item discussed on Monday was to remove certain names from Clark's bond conditions as people he is not allowed to contact if he posts bond. ABC 13 confirmed the current conditions named J. Prince Jr. and any members of his family and household. Mm. Um, so 
the state has agreed to that, like that those names will be removed and everything. They can't contact because as we know the details of the case, this was um, Jay Prince Jr.'s birthday party in which Takeoff was killed. And so that does make sense because, I mean, obviously the internet will talk and the internet will go crazy and stuff, but there is a lot of conspiracy around why the shooting could have occurred or mm -hmm. if, you know, if it was done on purpose or what the case was. You know, um, it's very shady. And I feel like the Prince family has been acting very shady around it. It's like kind of those, like, it's like a mob ties type looking situation. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just even the way that they have um, memorialized him, like when they had, they put all those roses out um, outside of the location. Yeah, it was like something like rest in peace takeoff from the Prince family, but they like wrote it out in like flowers and it was very strange. Ew. It was very strange. It was very weird. So it's like, um, there's a lot of talk. There's a lot of talk about based on footage that has been released about what happened to him. Like, was this a freak accident? Why were people shooting? Were people supposed to have guns in that place? Like, there's a lot. We, we'll never know. You know, mm -hmm. so um, we'll never know from it. There's a lot of conspiracies around um, things, whether this was an accident or not. We never know. So um, apparently this person is a DJ in Houston. So hopefully, you know, uh, justice is served in this case. It's it's unfortunate because even with justice being served, it still doesn't bring back takeoff. So um, it's like it sucks either way. It's like, yeah, this person is locked up, but it's like. We would rather have him right, alive. Right, we'd rather have our friend, yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. looking on Twitter and people were talking about, because Cardi B obviously is like active on all socials, as she always is. But she was talking about like how, um, like we don't always think about like the partners of people who lose people. So yeah. like, of course, like he's a part of her family. Obviously she's married to Offset, but she was talking about how like Offset has not been the same since losing him and like, it's really difficult to be like a person who's like, you know, there's nothing you can say to somebody, right? Like you in the same spot right. when, you know, one of the people you love most in this world was taken from you right in front of you, you know, you right down the street when it's happening or in another room, like another space of the, like where they were outside. Um, and it's like, 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 what do you, what do you say to your partner who's dealing with that? Right? Like grief yeah. is so deep. You can't say like, you know, it's like you and you don't want to say, but it's like you can say like, oh, snap out of it. Right. Like you have to just support that person. But there's a piece of you that doesn't come back when you lose people like that. And so like yeah. the way that grief impacts you and your whole family is really, really wild. So I just I think it's interesting, you know, thinking about like there's a reason why there's like grief counselors, but like. Um, you know, like they have like group therapy for people who like may not have lost someone, but like are the spouses or the loved ones of someone right. dealing with grief to be able to figure out how to navigate that space because it impacts everybody. Like imagine what her kids are feeling like, like your dad's not on this planet right now. Yeah, <laughs> like he's yeah. somewhere else, you know, buried in grief. Like, what do you do about that? How do you manage that? How do you communicate that to your kids? Like, yeah that's that's really it's crazy it's it's hard it's hard and to think about like you can't really you can't fix it that's also another mm -hmm. level of grief it's like you can't fix it for the other person they have to feel what they feel you can't control any of that you know so mm -hmm. and it's it's unfortunate and 
<sighs> it sucks because, you know, as we know, the circumstances before he died and all the stuff that was in the news about Migos and all that kind of stuff. Like there's there's so much, so many layers to that. And grief is grief is uh, is never ending, honestly. Mm-hmm. And it's constant. It's yeah. Yeah. And continuous. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's always going to be a little piece in their heart that's broken. So, you know, and even the people talking about Cardi being on the internet, like, honestly, mind your business. Like, and also, how they- what do you expect she's supposed to do? She's going to just all of a sudden not do what she's always been doing? Because she ain't been talking about it. She's talking about what she's dealing with. So, like, what do you, you want her to not talk about how she's feeling or what's going on? Talking about anything. If she wants to just move about on the internet regularly, she doesn't have to stay off the internet for a year just to appease you guys. If she wants to be on the internet, if you want to tweet about something funny or talk about something, then that's her business. People grieve differently. And on top of that, if that's what she chooses to do, that's what she chooses to do. Mind your business. Right. And I don't know people don't leave that girl alone because she'd be airing people out on the internet. Like, did you see how somebody, Art Basel was, or Art Basel uh, was this weekend, this past weekend in Miami. And yeah. (laughs) And somebody, she performed for 30 minutes at this party. And so somebody like retweeted or captioned a video of her performing and was like, not the Grammy Award winner performing in somebody's backyard. And she literally was like, hmm. I got paid a million dollars to perform for 30 minutes in front of 400 people. So why don't you mind your business? And like posted the, mm. like the payment receipt. Like, why do y'all be bothering Cardi? You know, for a fact, she going to have something to say back to. And now you embarrassed on Beyonce's internet. Cause you thought you was cute. Kiki and Cardi is right. not, and she do not care if you're just some lowly fan. She is going to respond to you and air. Oh, she don't get Especially right. if, if yeah. you're a lowly fan thinking that you're going to talk mess to her. She right. really going to get you. Like, talking as if she's broke. She's surely not broke. Like, she has smoke for everybody. And I, I, I just think it's like people just are really audacious on the internet. Just feeling like they can talk to real humans any kind of any way. Kind of way. Whatever, you know, like, it's just a lot. Like, I mean, I, I'm not above being in the shade room commenting on stupid things, but I'm not going to directly be like, why are you doing this? Why are you grieving this way? Like, right, girl, I don't care. She don't owe you anything. She's a human person. Nobody owes you anything. They're not even celebrities. Nobody owes Nobody you anything. Nobody owes you a thing. Nobody. Nobody. Exactly. So, anyway. Yeah, so um, we're hoping here that justice is served and that the real, real truth comes out, um, whatever that truth is. Um, and so if you were under a rock, um, this is crazy because this story came out actually when we were in Austin and I was so disgusted by it. Yeah. Um, the story of Shanquilla Robinson, um, RIP, RIP to her. It's this event has blazed the internet. So if you have not heard about it, um, we will tell you about it now. So Shanquilla Robinson, um, I'm not sure of her age. She was a young woman in her twenties. I and she went on 26. Yeah, like 26. Mm-hmm. Fact, I'm like very young. And um, she went on a trip to Mexico with a group of her friends. Um, and she was one that um, actually died in Mexico. She did not come back alive as her friends did. Um, her friends originally told um, police and told her family that she had alcohol poisoning. Now, we later found out that that was a lie because how do you, the, as they're calling them, the Cabo Six, 
how do you six dumb asses have, diagnose alcohol poisoning? How do you know that she has alcohol poisoning? And not even that, if y'all was her actual friend, even if she had alcohol poisoning, how did you get on a plane and leave your friend dead and you didn't call her mama till you got to America? Like, exactly. You if left one of my her friends body was in Mexico and didn't say shit. If one of my friends was sick, God forbid, and I'm on a trip, you better believe I'm calling their mom. Like, um, here's what's happening. Like, if the worst should happen, you would want their parents to know, not you just letting it rock and you get on your airplane like ain't shit happen and just inform somebody when you get back Absolutely to America. Not. What? What? If my I'm not, friend I'm not leaving my friend at all. Their body there. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And not it's just. It. Like that right there is nuts. Of course, a video later surfaces of one of her so-called friends on the trip beating the living daylights out of her. Mm -hmm. This girl is naked. This girl is not fighting her back. She's clearly inebriated. And the way that she was beating her up was disgusting. Mm -hmm. Just, it's not human. You're a fucking animal. Not You're an human. animal. Not human. And this video is being recorded by one of apparently her her um best guy friend or whatever. And he's saying you're not even gonna fight back. And his the girl is clearly saying, No, I'm not gonna fight. And you're literally recording her getting beat up, but you're like supposed she to be her clearly friend. needs help. Mm -hmm. Let yes, and let me tell you, full disclosure, babe. If I'm on a trip with my friends and two of my friends start fighting. Do you think I'm going to sit there and record that? No. If my I'm friends are fighting, yeah, even fighting. right. I'm stopping the fight. I'm not going to sit here and watch you dumbasses fight. Like that's mm -hmm. crazy. You know what I mean? And and also, there's a level of to me if I as my friend, if I feel like there's a point where we're actually going to get in a physical altercation, like seriously fighting. It's one thing to be arguing. You're lit, whatever. But if I feel like me and my friend are about to come to blows or there's occasions where we come, we don't need to be friends. Right. Because you and put your hands on me, honey. It's over. You're, you're going to jail. You're going to jail. You're going to jail. <laughs> I win or lose, you're going to jail. You're going like, to jail. We're, just, we're not friends. We're just, we're not friends. There's nobody that, I, that could put their hands on me that we are going to be friends after the fact. I don't know how men do yeah. it because they will do that. But women, no. Like, because it takes so much to get to a physical altercation for women. It's like, he, she they they beat that girl up like she was a stranger off the street. Like, you Just didn't know her from Adam. You you act like, like you ain't never seen her before. You beat her like you don't know her. Like, she is your number one enemy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, obviously, we their video surfaced and also... Um, because the autopsy came back that they were lying. She did not right. have alcohol poison. She had a broken, um, her neck was broken, spinal right. cord, force trauma. Or yeah, she died from that. Um, there's also obviously, um, if you haven't caught up on the news about it, um, there was a doctor that they called into the home, and the doctor, you know, they're telling the doctor that she has alcohol poisoning. She was trying to give her an IV, um, but she wasn't able to get a vein because. Um, she was so dehydrated and also she was pretty unresponsive, couldn't form sentences. Um, they performed CPR on her. They gave her um, six adrenaline shots, which was um, also, from what I understand, is also too much. They were not mm -hmm. able to revive her. 
the doctor had suggested that they take her to the hospital. Now, the doctor doesn't know the details, the fact that they were that she was fighting, but this girl clearly she had a busted lip, she had a knot on her forehead, she had injuries on her body. The doctor is telling them that they need to take her to the to the um hospital. And the friends are saying, no, just do what you got to do here because they know that they have messed up because they know that they had put her through trauma and that she wasn't fighting them back. And so at this point, they were probably scared. So like, no, do what you got to do here. Now that doctor should also be held liable as well because it's, it. it's not a suggestion. It is like, no, she really needs to go to the hospital. You're a mandated reporter. But obviously, this is in a different country. You know, these are black women. So it's like, we're not expecting you to care either. Um, so there's a level of that. Like people can get paid to go away. Like that's a thing. And yeah, so, of course. Yeah. Especially so they call place the like Mexico. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're not worried about this black, this black girl. That's with her black friends. Right. And so, mm-hmm. yeah. So they're, you know, the, they had to call, you know, the ambulance. She was pronounced dead that night. Oof. They left her body there. Now, before this is like, now this is all happened, but the autopsy hadn't came back yet. Like they really sat in her family, in her mother's face and lied to her. But when that autopsy report came out, they all scattered like roaches, nowhere to be found. Like. Just disgusting, you know? And I, there's also a level of, um, so with, with Mexico, because obviously we have we have a treaty with Mexico and the United States um, about extradition to back to the to Mexico if you committed a crime against an American in Mexico. Um, mm-hmm. But it's like it doesn't cover everything. Now, what they're trying to do in this case, there has been an arrest warrant made, but they're not naming who that person is because the FBI got involved. Like there's been a lot of pressure that's been put out. So the FBI has gotten involved in this case. Because what the fuck was y'all doing? Y'all better figure it out. Y'all better go find where that girl is at. Right. And they're they're right now, whoever is being charged or the warrant that's being issued um, in Mexico is considered femicide, not homicide, because there are, you know, a lot of deaths because of gender out there. So they call it femicide. Now mm-hmm. they're going to have to be able to prove. And apparently from my uh, internet searches, I'm trying to go through different sources and see who's reliable and whatnot. But apparently yeah. there is other footage that has not been released because whoever released this footage is trying to um, obviously clear their name because they weren't in the video. Now we do know that one of the, the, um, the clip that has gone around the internet, which I do wish people would stop sharing the clip mm-hmm. that has gone through the internet was her best friend who was holding the can, the phone saying, you're not going to fight back. So that was that was the friend that was obviously recording. So footage has been released. Um, right now, um, everyone is suspecting it is um, the girl who was fighting her in the video. That was Dejanae Jackson fighting her like a damn man. Um, she was fighting her. And then there was also Winter Donovan has been named as another person who um, allegedly body slammed her like by her neck. So they're thinking also that might have been where the neck injury came from. Um, like and- you doing WWE moves on a, on this girl who can't fight back because she's 
intoxicated or already seriously injured. Like, I just like, what I want to know is just like, what was going through your brain and what did this girl do that y'all thought that any of this was appropriate? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, what, yeah. was, what was it that she did that was worth her life for? That you it plotted to bring her, right, that you plotted to bring her to Mexico for all of this, y'all could jump her for what? Because her, even if she fucked your man, it's not worth all of that. It's you know what I'm ne- saying? Like, never. So, she, I don't care what she did. Unless she killed somebody in your family, there was no reason, nothing was that deep for you to to do that to her. Maybe they thought that if if we, because there's a lot of suspicious clips going around of her, kind of, it's almost like she was almost recording a plot. Like, there was clearly, there was some energy in these clips that she was posting, like it seemed like they were all in one room and she was searching around the house looking for all of them, you know? Right. Like they just, they really did that isolated her. Uh, yeah. It's, it's next level. And it is so sinister to me. Like there are really some deeply evil people on our planet. And I, 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 I it doesn't matter. I don't even care like what faith you have, right? Like you could be agnostic for all I care, but yeah. in general, most people, try to live their life like being just like generally good people and there's something so deeply just like i can't think of a better word than like sinister evil not right about situations like that like there there can't be i don't know there's nobody in that room that it didn't feel right to you like nobody had the like the capacity to speak up and say like this is getting out of hand. There's six of you. Like yeah, like, you're talking nobody... about you're not gonna fight back. You're rec- you, you are re- you are her friend. You're supposed to be her friend. You are recording somebody beating up your friend and she is naked to death, beating her to death. You're to literally death. watching that happen. There is no way none of you guys are her friends, and you all deserve to go into the slammer now because of our connection united states with mexico we don't know that they that the conditions will serve that the rest of the friends will serve as um accomplices because in america if they would have did that here all of them would have been going to jail you're an accomplice all of them but it doesn't necessarily cover that it covers whoever caused the death and so this is this might be a little tricky so the hope is is that but that's the thing because you you guys want to be smart and commit that crime in Mexico. And if you go to jail in Mexico, because there was Ooh. so there was a black woman um on TikTok that was talking about she lives in Mexico and she's actually been to jail in Mexico. And the conditions are from what her perspective were horrendous. She was like, it like they didn't even have like the as far as like the plumbing system, it wasn't like flush the toilet. Like it was, mm-hmm. you know, empty out this waste. And also she's like, I was missing meals because I, I wasn't, I didn't speak Spanish. So they would intentionally like skip me and things like that. And she's like, and that was mm-hmm. jail. She was only in jail for a little bit there. If they, if this person or these persons go, they're going to prison. They're like going to prison. prison. And mm-hmm. it's, it, to me, it's like, we will, I'm sure the details will come out later. But people are have, you know, had different assumptions and themes going on. They were jealous of her. She was this star, blah, blah, blah. We don't know their relations. Yeah, we don't have a clue. But there is also, it did bring up this level of 
being discerning of who is around you, even who you go on trips with, you know, yeah, and not to say, oh, this, is, this is not to say like, oh, she should have discerned that something was going to happen to her. Right. Like, that's not, not at, all. at all, not victim blaming at all, but it just made me think with all the conversations going on of you have to be so vigilant of who you are spending time with who you are around, like even people close to you or whatever, like you never know when somebody has some kind of energy about you. Mm -hmm. And there's also those moments where you don't want to believe like, is my friend treating me this type of way because they're projecting on me? Are they jealous? Are they whatever? Did this per did this person have an evil energy towards me? And it's like a lot of times you don't want to believe it. You don't want to believe that this person would, you know, there, there are literally, you know, even as women, there are women that will hate you just because of your existence and how you exist for you yep. that's because you, you occupy spaces yes it's because high, of what people are attracted high, to too high vibration for them and they can't stand it they're right sick. and people are so in this in like we know in the world that there's evil but today it just seems like it's just even more people are so sinister and they will allow that for their mind to be taken over. And you just never know. And it's like, you just have to trust your gut because it's hard to believe that people around you, people that you've had around you for years are saying, no, there's no way there's blah, blah, blah. And it's like, unfortunately it is, it is a thing. You never know when somebody is plotting against you. And that's not to say to walk around and question everybody, but just be discerning on who you have around you. Like, if I go on a trip with a group of women or whoever, if I don't mm -hmm. feel safe with these people, I'm not going. If I feel like these people would leave me, I'm not going with you. At if all. we came together, we leave together. Unfortunately, she died. But the fact that you guys, you guys are so evil. You guys left her body in Mexico. If my friend died, I'm not leaving your body. Life or death. I'm not leaving you behind. There's At no all. way that I would have sat there. I don't care what my, you guys were all in on this. Because if you're my friend, you're recording me. There is no way I'm sitting there watching anybody beat the living shit out of somebody. There's never. no way. You're going to have to fight both of us. And we're leaving in the morning because you've obviously lost your mind. And you want to go to jail. And it's mm -hmm. like, I don't care. Like people have their own definitions of what, of relationships and stuff and fair fights. No, no, no. Baby, I am in my thirties. There is no group of girls that I am hanging out with. No group of guys that I am hanging out with where violence is going to be tolerated. Like Never. niggas getting to fight, tempers flare, things happen, especially when there's alcohol involved. But if you think that this is going to be a space where people are getting so angry that we need to put hands on each other. I'm not going to be around that energy. So you enjoy that. I don't enjoy, I don't enjoy being around fights and violence. I'm sorry. Cause we're never, I'm doing not it. interested in it. Cause we're you never will, doing you it. You will literally go to jail messing with me. Don't play with me. So mm -hmm. at the end of the day, um, I really hope that justice is served for her and her family is able to get some peace. Again, it's like, uh, you know, same thing I said with takeoff, like, you know, we hope that justice will be served, but, you know, it's like, it still does not bring her back. It still doesn't take away the fact that she suffered and all this happened to her. But I hope that the truth comes back because I don't think that any of them 
any of them deserve to live normal lives because you all were complicit in what happened to this young woman. You recorded it like savage beasts. You were your you recorded your friend getting beat up naked. I want you to think about that every day. You deserve to go down for that because that is so sick. It's so heinous. It's so disgusting. Like absolutely not. So I really hope just for Shanquilla Robinson and you know for her family. Like it's really sad, but man, whew, be discerning. Be discerning of who is around you. Everybody doesn't mean you good. You could be the happiest, cheeriest person and the brightest flower in the room, but there will be somebody that is a dark, dead flower that is not happy that you are happy. And it's unfortunate. Oof. Mm. We don't, so, I'm going to leave it right there. There's nothing yeah, else leave it right there because that's a lot to take in. Ugh, we're just going to keep tracking. All. I want to know what happened. Like, I usually don't really care about, no, you I know, need to know, but I need to know. Yeah, like Everything. there's just, I need to know what happened because what was I the reason? Just, yeah, what was the reason? Literally, what was like, the reason? Because, because there's no way. There's something that just pains me about violence between women. Like it's it because it feels like it's so just like not in our nature. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, men yeah. are like naturally more physical. That's why they can get into fights and then like be fine with the dude after that. Like yeah. they can squash it. Like so for women, it feels just so like counterintuitive to like feminine energy that like what is wrong with y'all there's something broken y'all there there's something very broken and it's like even for me to get into the mind space i have to be like so mad so mad at you that i want to fight you like there has been i have had incidents with women where i didn't get along with them or we were beefing or whatever like very like far and few between like I don't be beefing with people but I have had instances where I was beefing with people and I think in those moments where I was justified to be irritated or mad never in my mind was it like I'm actually gonna beat her ass like right. I actually want to put hands on her like, like physically get to it like I might want to yeah. press you out but like to put my hands on you is crazy that's something else like to get that angry to want to fight you like, right. I'm not somebody has to, to put their hands you. on me for me to get to that. Like, you have to put your hands on me. And yeah. then I'm going to have something to say about it. But I don't organically get to that place. Yeah, I'm not about to fight you. Like, that's that's crazy. Not because I'm scared. Because It's just like, it's, it's nothing about that. that. You don't need to do that. We don't need to do that. We can have anything can happen with a discussion. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, at the end of the day, it's like, it's just not necessary. And nowadays... You can't just get into a fight with somebody. People are stupid. People are literally right. out here taking people's lives right. over Carrying the dumbest weapons. things. Over men that don't care about them. Over something that you said on the internet. Over cutting people off on the freeway. So it's literally not worth it. It's not all about, I need to get my lick back. I'm so tough, I need to fight. Bro, people are mm -hmm. literally out here taking people's lives. So while you might be out here threatening this person and that person to fight you or whatever mm -hmm. and you want to fight and that person comes in and has a gun baby you can't fight no bullet right you can't fight happen. no bullet it's so it's happen. like it's not it's not necessary and it's like you don't gotta you know what i'm saying let's enter into that that soft life 
We are not, we don't need to fight. We don't need to do none of that. Life is too short and people are stupid. So I'd rather just like swallow my pride and walk away and just ignore and block and do whatever because people are literally out here taking people's lives. Mm. Mm. I you, love, can buy, you can whoop everybody in the neighborhood's ass, but baby, if somebody pull out a knife on you, if somebody pulls out a gun, you cannot fight that. So let's come on. Think about it. We're leaving it there. Yeah. People have been yeah, guns tonight, but we're just leaving that at that. Um, I we, we didn't have anything else to talk about. That really blew my mind. Just thinking about that is blowing my mind. It's a lot. <sighs> Man. Mm. Rest in peace, that girl. Um yes. wow. I feel like I'm missing something, like I had something else, but now I don't remember because I'm just so blown thinking about that. Yeah. Whatever, brother. Yeah. I think we're done. I think we did. We're done. We're done. We don't we even have a good. local lookout for the first time ever in life. Um, because everybody Ain't is done. Ain't nothing going on. It's end of year. So many events have happened. There's probably gonna be some parties coming up. If there is, check out our um Instagram page. We'll post it. But right now, everybody is just winding down um for the year everybody's going to their company parties everybody is just you know wrapping up work for the rest the of holiday the year season mm-hmm. yeah so yeah so enjoy yourselves eat lots of food at this point i'm over it period y'all might catch us one more time before the new year it's it's it's, honestly, it's over with it's, it's up and it's stuck honestly. it's giving 2023 you know it's giving right right like a fresh restart i think 2022 has whooped our asses quite a bit quite a bit it's a lot um so but as always go. we'll leave yeah. you with a prayer won't we yeah it. amen you better clap those hands together amen it. it's giving it. gloria hallelujah come on i love her oh my gosh she has the best laugh ever it's so funny to me um anyway so okay um, yeah we'll see yeah. you next time i mean well first you can follow us at black in city pod on Instagram, Instagram yeah, yeah, you That's can find Sierra. I'm saying hard. it for you. I'm saying it Fine. for you. Uh, you can find Sierra. At, I, I wanted to keep you on your toes. You can find Sierra at Sierra Tulion on Instagram. You can find me at Bajan underscore Batty on Instagram. If you cannot spell Bajan, I just don't know what to tell you at this point. Um, and per usual, we're praying for you. And we hope always that the tummies get flatter and the booties are always getting fatter. We'll see you next time. Bye.